we welcome you to another edition of Sports Off Broad Street Party Time Excellent. Welcome to this week's show. You will notice that a fake Frazier is not here. We're doing this voice to piss him off. We're joined this week by the, with two E's, Big Zoe and Phelps. And of course, it is me, Stotesy. And we're going to start off this week with NPR's Excellent Thoughts. The Big Zoe, what excellent thoughts do you have for today? Excellent thoughts for the day. Do you want to start with excellent thoughts or the acronym? I don't really care. I think I'm more excited about the acronym, but we'll go with oh, excellent oh, thoughts. Oh, I am too. No, we're, we're going excellent thoughts. All right. Well, excellent. my excellent thought for the day is I have already had two beers. I had a beer lunch today. Um, one of them already. It's fucking August 15th. Okay. I had a pumpkin beer already. They are months ahead of time. In addition, Spirit Halloween is already open up on the west side of my city, like around around a couple miles from where I'm at. Spirit Halloween. Again, it is August 15th, 2023. Spirit Halloween is good to go. So, yeah, I love Halloween. Here we go. My son said he's going to be the ghost face from Scream. Um, I might be the guy from the black phone. Or maybe Michael Myers again. We'll see. It'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. That it will be. Thank God it's back already. I actually had a pumpkin beer in July this year. It was fantastic. That's the shit right there, bro. Yeah. I sure remember that. Year-round brewers for it. Phelps, what is your excellent thought for the week? Going to the gym pretty regularly now after I hadn't for a long, long time and haven't gone to one for a couple weeks now, um, like five, six days a week. Big fan of this place. But what I'll say is if you're a bodybuilder and your whole goal in life is to get the size of the Hulk, maybe just don't. Um, some people can get too big in this world. And look, don't get me wrong. They'd kick my ass. I'd be the first one to say it. Yeah, 100%. But when your goal is to be like, 400 pounds of nothing but muscle and steroid and uh creatine just reevaluate i don't know maybe find a better way to love yourself i think all of us at times need to find a way to love ourselves but if that's what your goal is you've never in your life loved yourself and probably nobody else has either so that's my thought for the day it's just you know love yourself ele unless you go by fraser better el minus one my excellent thought for this week. Uh, I've been getting back into this whole job thing again. And so never take for granted a day you don't have to wear pants. <laughs> all right. And that's what, that, no. Yeah. I never take it for granted. Like I jumped on the zoom, if you will. And I noticed I was still wearing pants. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, yeah, gym shorts for days. Let's go. That's yeah, never take it for granted. Never I'll Count your blessings. It's the same thing. It's literally the same thing. So the Big Zoe mentioned it earlier that we're going to try out a new segment based on how well not Dr. Frazier Benner is with acronyms. Right. All right. He is great. He is fantastic. Although I should say this concludes National Plastered Radio's excellent thoughts. And now moving into acronym of the week. So what we're going to do, I found a random word generator online. And so I'm going to click that bad boy. And we have three topics today. So it's kind of like a preview, if you will. So uh, the broad strokes topics that we're talking about is um, professional soccer, the NCAA transfer portal, and the University of Michigan. Okay. So those are labeled one, two, and three. I also got up a random number generator. So whatever the word generator spits out is the acronym that coincides with the number, either pro soccer uh transfer portal or michigan so you kids ready to try this and we haven't even done a test run of this so i expect it to be nothing but 
bad. Yep, sounds about I, right. I just made a moment acronym, but I think you guys will enjoy this. How did you make yours up? I haven't even hit the random word generator yet. I just made I made one up on just random shit. Well, well go ahead. Good. No, oh, go ahead. No. All I'm right. Just letting you go. Okay. I'm sure you'll share that eventually. So generate random word. Roar. R. <laughs> o. A. R. Roar. And our topic for this week, random number generator. It has selected the first topic, which is pro soccer. So Roar. R. O. A. R. Is an acronym in pro soccer. What is R. O. A. R. What does that stand for? Anyway, Hold we'll, on one second. Yeah, we'll get some time. You know, we'll we'll put like thirty seconds on the clock. So that way, it really, work. really odd among rednecks. Soccer. Ooh, ooh, this is a good topic idea. Phelpsy really coming out swinging. Yeah, that's pretty fucking. That's Spent all week at a biker bar in the middle of fucking nowhere, North Carolina. I guess rednecks are on my mind. So, you know, here's where we're at. Um, Rarely orderly, always right. That one's kind of lame. Let's see if we can generate something over here. Hold on a second. The <laughs> fuck? I know this. Fuck me. I think Zoe's about to... You suck! Okay. <laughs> you... This is this is fucking killing me here. Okay. Well, this, this is bullshit. Ooh. I, I, I made it a different fucking acronym for you guys. I hope you guys like this. Um... You know, it's every it, it goes with the second thing we're talking about the NCAA. <laughs> so my acronym said, is National Organization rules. of Schools of Higher Intellect and Technology. In other words, that that's right. Fuck my internet's all jacked up too. Are you there? <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah, off and on. Uh, Did I fucking freeze? What the fuck? For a minute. <laughs> Uh, so robots are about to overtake what? humans in soccer. So robots overtaking a real dash person. Roar soccer. Ooh, roar P. <laughs> there it is. All right. So, okay, here we go. National oh. Organization of Schools of Higher Intellect and Temperament, i.e., no shit. <laughs> you got one for roar? Were you thinking of no shit the whole time? <laughs> No shit the whole fucking time. But boy, roar all together. Okay, great. More and that just great. didn't fucking work out for me. So, yeah. <laughs> fucking computer sucks ass. All right, so moving on to soccer. Yeah, so let, I think that's a really good transition. Hey, you know what? Two for three ain't bad for a first time, right? We tried. Yes. We tried. We did. We did. I'll bring us in on this one. Uh, so our first topic today is them youths, or as you might know, them youths in pro soccer a young man named davion kimbrough got signed to the sacramento professional soccer team at the ripe old age of 13 years old and five months there's a lot of people who are trying to get rid of child labor laws who are just drooling at it but this young man was able to come in helped out um he came as a guest for the uh for someone right Helped them out in a tournament overseas. Yep. But let's go ahead and kick this one around. Youngest U.S. pro player across any sport. Pressure or no? What do we think? Yes. Remember Freddie Adu back in the day? Although there was always thoughts that he was never 14 when they signed him. I mean, he looked, you know, he looked like he shaved already and he had like four kids. But, um. Uh, yeah, fourteen years old, 15. never lived. Yeah, I had yeah, they had the little thing, you know, like, he's got documentation. Um, <laughs> so he, uh, I think, I think he, there's a lot of pressure on this kid. But going to something you said, Stokesy, and I was going to bring that up. What the fuck happened to our child labor laws? How the hell 
are we? Oh, it's a, it's a game. You're still paying. This is a job. What the fuck? What happened to these child labor laws? They're okay unless you're a pro athlete. Uh, I mean, you know, if that's the case, every union out there should go ahead and collective bargain to get 12 year olds to be able to work in the fucking, you know, in the steel mills, you know, because it always collects collective bargaining. You know, we're, we're exempt from this shit. Then fucking collective bargain away from it. Hey, you know, in the mines, let's get 10 year olds to work in the mines now. Let's collective bargain that shit. Let's collective bargain to get, you know, kids to work in Detroit making fucking automobile parts. The fuck? Their little you know, hands are but, so nimble. Yeah, this is. They get in places a golf camp. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Oh my God. I tell you, man. So, but you know, going back to AI, it, it, there's going to be pressure on this kid. Yeah. You, you, his parents probably like, you better succeed. Blah, blah, blah. Look, look behind me here. This is the Saudi money that's being thrown out there. That's all they're seeing right now is that one day you too can be like Neymar and end up in Saudi Arabia like everyone else does, you know? Uh, it, it, so, fuck. Yeah. This, it's, I think it's a lot of pressure. Um, I'm not sure a 13 year old should be playing pro anything. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just way behind it. Maybe I'm a fucking boomer and I just don't know what the hell I'm talking about. That's just where I'm at. I mean, I started working when I was 14 years old and I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, this kid's starting seven months yeah. earlier. Good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. Okay. Phelps, what what's going on with this kid? What is your take on this whole situation? I think it's a lose lose. Um, I think if you're signing a 13 year old, your organization is a trash organization and should be disbanded. Um, but I also think that physically, you're not in a position to play at that level when you're 14. I mean, I look at like travel across and like we don't let like our sixth graders play with our eighth graders because there's a physical difference. I think. It's a lose-lose because from the organization's perspective, if he plays like shit, then you haven't gained anything by signing a 13-year-old. If he plays well, then he's going to get signed by another organization very quickly here. Anyway, I think it's a lose-lose from his perspective because it's not an MLS team. It's a USL team. And as history has shown, very rarely does a player go from the USL to the MLS and make an impact or at all for that matter. So if you're Davion in this situation, you're not really gaining anything. And he did, to be fair, come out of their academy. It's not like they just found him on the streets. He's been in the Republic, Sacramento Republic's academy for the past few years. So they did have his rights in theory. But if you're Davion, you're really gaining absolutely nothing. and You have everything to lose. So is there pressure? Yeah, you play really well in that tournament and say, no, you're not calling me up yet. I'm not playing in the USL. I think you actually have more to gain by having played well in the tournament than you do by going up to a league where realistically nobody really makes an impact at the next level. And we're talking about USL versus MLS. We're not even talking about like premiership at this point because MLS players never even go to premiership for the most part. We're talking about second tier soccer in the U S the best case scenario, you light it up there. And by the time you're 16, you're in the MLS, not a whole lot to gain for how much you have to lose in my opinion. So Jeremy's going to know exactly where I'm coming from on this. And it's really the only opinion that matters. Um, In FIFA 23. (laughs) You're not even allowed to sign them until they turn 16. Nope. (laughs) Nope. You want to sign son of a bitch. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like you can MLS and premiership. (laughs) Oh yeah. You can recruit 15-year-olds to join your youth academy, but mm-hmm. you cannot sign them to a Premier League contract or an EFL2 contract, for that matter. <laughs> I tried, mostly because I'm playing as Wrexham, and holy crap, most of the people I rec- recruited from the youth side of things were already better than the starters. And I was like, oh my god, I just need people. So I'm just wondering when... Um, <laughs> when when the fifa like uh or not fifa what is it the um the hell is it club uh, club whatever no 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 the the next set of video games coming out instead of fifa oh, for FC. yeah EA, ea sports fc 24 which i have a closed beta of right now i don't know why i got it it's exactly the same game <laughs> nice it's but, literally just fifa with a wow. different name 
But uh, are are we? Well, EA be... made both, so yeah. Are we going to be able to um, finally sign fifteen-year-olds to professional contracts? Because God damn it, they're signing them to thirteen at the age of thirteen. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, that's your issue. Is you're playing yeah. with a premiership too. You're not playing with a uh, USL team. If you picked uh, the Sacramento fucking whatever they're called, that I've already forgotten because they're so irrelevant. Well, uh, no, it's EFL two. It's EFL two. Uh, MLS tier. I don't even know if MLS is EFL too, bro. Wrexham oh, yeah. could probably beat half the teams in the MLS. No, dude, they just beat fucking Man U the other day. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, they're I second they got, team. Even still, you're telling me no, the second team second for Man U is better MLS. than exactly, exactly <laughs> my point. You know, so I, I'm about to I'm about to start coaching Andy again. Okay, and we're we're he's, he's in a U12 team. Um, and I can't imagine any of those kids at 12 next year being good enough to play, you know, or be signed by a fucking pro team. No, yeah, I, I mean, it just it be it boggles you, the mind to think, even even if you had the skill, just the physical differences, like, yes, oh, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, now this kid, according to you know, it's 5'11, right. But there, there's a difference between 5'11 and you're 13 versus you're 5 and and physically you know how to muscle people and push people out of the ways. You know, it, it's a difference between, you know, a 19-year-old with who's buff and a 40-year-old who may not be as buff, but he has that man strength. Yep. And there's a Dad fucking huge a real thing. difference there. Dad strength is a real yeah, thing. It, it, it absolutely is. You know, I, I mean, I'm I'm 46 and I am I am not ripped or buff by any you know stretch of imagination. Sometimes I go to the gym and I've seen these guys who are ripped, and I'm like, you know, I could probably, I could probably fuck that guy up. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, you know, let's let's go. You know what I mean? Let's let let let's go see if he can push me around. He's him with his muscles and me with my fat. Let's see what we can do. You know, man strength <laughs> is a real thing. And so this this guy at at five eleven, you know, he's thirteen. Probably he's 130 pounds soaking wet. 140. You got guys who are five ten, five nine, probably weighing. 170 180 so the just yep. the the side the difference of bulk and then being able to use your strength knowing how to push your weight around huge huge difference True. yeah yeah it's gonna be a rude awakening for the young man whenever he tries to step his game up so to speak yep do you think roar applies to him the big zo um any I, of I the think, roar, I think you know the only roar I think he's going to hear is the ringing in his ears at roar when he fucking gets his first concussion after going up against someone who does a header and they bonk heads and he falls and he's not used to it. I think that's the roar that's going to apply to his ass. I think it does. Really overrated asshole, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna talk shit. That poor kid has no clue what he's getting into. You know, no, it's not his fault by any stretch of imagination. And, and friends in the background. And, and Zoe, yes. you, you yes. tell me this because you're going to know this way better than I can. But from a legal perspective, at 13, he can't even sign the contract, right? Don't his parents have to nope. sign the contract for him? So he has the no fucking idea what he's getting into. The parents are literally the ones signing his professional contract for him. His parents have to sign it. And they've got to, you know, to make sure it goes to him, it has to go into a trust. Um, and so there's a good chance that they're not seeing any of the money till he turns 18. Whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa. It's the USL. There's no money. The $20 oh, yes, paychecks will show that's up. True. With no, interest yeah, I'll, four I'll, years I'll, from I'll now, they will have made 400 bucks this year. That, that's right. That's right. So no, he, he, he won't be able to see it until a certain age. And then um, at that point, it'll be on him to sign contracts. 18, right? I would assume, especially in California, you'd have to think, which is more liberal than most states out there. Yeah, it's 18. It'll be 18. Thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. Gentlemen, lasting thoughts on the Sacramento Republic being, you know, child labor law, not abiding, slash Davion as a player, slash Davion's parents. Any lasting thoughts? You know, I I say, I, I feel bad for him. Um, this this is it's it's going to be a an uphill battle to to live up to any of this. 
I I don't I don't want him to fail. You know, I, I don't want to see him fail. Who wants to see he's a fucking kid, you know, but he whoever is setting him up is setting it up for failure. This is yep. this is a tough climb. I, I don't care if it's USL, it's a tough climb. It's a tough climb with USL MLS. It doesn't matter. It's a tough climb for yep. him. I feel bad for him. I don't care how talented he may or may not be. There's just a level of experience that you're lacking when you're 13. Like the stuff that you haven't seen. And like, obviously from my side, I think of it from lacrosse perspective, I'm sure in soccer too, like having played college soccer versus having played literally U13 Academy soccer night and day, like there's stuff you never will have seen before. It's going to throw your head for a spin. And it's already an uphill battle when there's that much pressure to begin with. But then when you throw that on top of it, that there's going to be stuff you've never seen before. It's just every little thing is going to snowball really quickly, in my opinion. One thing that he hasn't seen is that dad strength, baby. <laughs> Let's go. Can't wait. Can't <laughs> wait to see right. how, that, how that plays out. It'll be the roar of dad strength stomachs everywhere. It'll be fantastic. Fucking right. 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 Hooked All those beer bellies, bro. Damn. Damn right. All right. By the way, Hooktum got his PhD. Mm, yeah. Oh, I know. But yeah, Hooktum finishes PhD. Yeah, I know that. So I know now. And knowing is half the battle. Tell you who doesn't know what the yeah, fuck's going on. The other half is extreme violence. The all some people who probably have used extreme violence as well as not knowing uh, is the NCAA as they try and backtrack their fun little transfer portal open season bullshit. Jay, go ahead and bring us in on this one. Yeah, so basically, uh, the NCAA used to essentially say, like, hey, if you're going to transfer all the time, you can't do it. No, 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 no. Because if you do it, uh, you know, that's bad for the sport. And then they're like, hey, wait, what if we have this thing called a transfer portal? And people can just be free agents anytime they fucking want. You want to go seven schools in nine years? Have fun. Go do it. You want to go to 12 schools in four years? Have fun. Go do that, too. So, uh, last week, basically what happened is they denied a second transfer for two players in the NCAA uh, in football. So, Florida State defensive tackle Darnell Jackson Jr., North Carolina receiver Dantez Walker. Um, The reason they thought that they were going to be able to transfer a second time is in both of their cases, they were transferring closer to home to help with ailing family members. Um, in the case of Jackson, his mom is in really bad shape. Um, and then Walker has family ailment issues as well. Um, essentially the NCA voted and said, Nope, if you're going to transfer a second time out of the blue, all of a sudden now we're going back to how it used to be. You don't get to play right away. If you transfer a second time, you sit for a year. So... Really, the only place to go with this is obviously the NCAA has no fucking idea what they're doing. But how do you not grandfather in the fact that, oh, now out of the blue, we're going to go ahead and vote on your two individual cases to make a rule for everybody? Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Everybody's done it for the past 10 years or however long the portal has been around now, seven, eight. Um, Nope, you guys don't get to play. You got to sit out. Sorry, you've already enrolled. You've already transferred. You've already said that you're going to go. Nope, nope, nope. No, now we're not going to do it for you anymore. So now what happens to these two gents? I mean, Uh, they go to the school and practice with the team for a year, but they're ineligible for one season to play in a game. Okay. Okay. So there's, it's a transfer, but not immediately start. Got it. Transfer, but they cannot set foot on the field for a season in a game scenario. Yeah. They need those schools and they need to file for an injunction. I'll tell you why. I don't don't know if you'll notice the, the uh, the vote took place on January 11th to significantly tighten the criteria for them to transfer for a second time. Both these both these student athletes transferred before that. They both were enrolled at the new schools January 9th. So this is what you would call an ex post facto rule. So you make something illegal or or, or you can't do it after it's already been done. You can't go back and 
and, and, and legalese prosecute that. Hey, hey, Stokesy, it's illegal for you to wear your glasses after 8 p.m. I'm telling you that right now. And it's already 10 p.m. And you've been wearing your glasses for two hours. But now I'm going to prosecute you. You've been wearing it for two hours. You can't do that. It, 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 legally, you cannot do that. They need to go file for an injunction and force the NCAA to say, you know what? They were already enrolled in school prior to this new rule taking effect. And that's what, you know, I was telling you guys on the text, I had something to say about this because this is the biggest bullshit I've seen. I mean, I get it. They, they want to tighten the rules. That's fine. You cannot tighten them, you know, uh, going backwards. These guys had already enrolled under the old rules, under the old rules. So if the old rules said you were fine and they had already enrolled and transferred, and then all of a sudden, two days after they, they had been enrolled already or passed this new rule, that's fine. It needs to count from that day going forward, not go retroactive to something that happened prior to that. Yeah. Well, not, I mean, at and, this point, I'm sorry, at this point, who's who's going to stop the NCAA from retroactively all season last season? Being, let's go look and see who has who has players who transferred the second time and were granted eligibility. We're gonna we're gonna disqualify them for the whole year, and their team's gonna lose all those games. Because that, that's exactly what this is. That's why you don't you cannot do an ex, ex post facto rule. It's got to apply from the day that it was voted in, and it was voted in this uh, on January 11th. They had already been transferred prior to January 9th. So they need, they, to, they need to have they the committed rule. three weeks before that. Prior they committed. To, December 9th and yeah, December well, 11th, they, they committed, they the enrolled, rule. yeah. They need to have the rule that was prior to January 11th applied to them. And in this case, that would have allowed them to play. Well, and as we talked about last week, now what's to stop the NFL from saying they can't play for a season either since the NFL is apparently just making NCAA decisions now. Goodell can just go, oh, you got a sick mom in uh, Tallahassee? Cool, bro. Third round pick. Fuck you, I'm Roger Goodell. He does that anyways for any other piece of legislation around the NFL. And now he says more reason to do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but, it's just it's I, yeah, I, everything. I, I, everything Zoe's saying is one hundred percent right, man. It is like it's it's once again the NCAA having no fucking idea what they're doing. They dug themselves into a massive hole with uh, the transfer portal. It was the, the transfer portal is the worst thing the NCAA has ever done in the history of the NCAA. Yes. And now, instead of fixing it, they're like, oh, well, what if we just don't let people transfer twice? But we can still transfer once. But, oh, by the way, once you graduate, you can still be a graduate transfer for every single school in the country. Division One lacrosse has around 75 Division One programs. Saw the other day there's already 80 graduate transfers, 80 graduate transfers Jeez. among 75 schools, which keep in mind the three service academies – Navy, Army, Air Force can't accept graduate transfers. The Ivy Leagues can't accept graduate transfers. So there's four more right there. So we're talking about 65, 66 schools have 80 incoming graduate transfers for this upcoming season. Fucking lunacy. Absolute lunacy. And that's not even talking about football, which is on a completely different scale altogether. Basketball is kind of its own beast because so many players are one and dones at this point that it almost, to some extent, almost doesn't affect it. But football is its own animal altogether. And the fact that we cannot get that under control because the NCAA just won't try to, this is lunacy. Then why even bother to do this rule? That's like, I don't know, dude. That's like if, like, you know that somebody's stealing money from you and you're like, oh, well, then instead of leaving $5 on the table, I'll leave a dollar out tomorrow because that will hurt me less. <laughs> like, it's the same idea. Like, what the fuck are we doing at this point, dude? You're not stopping anything. Not to mention the fact that both of them have legitimate reasons to well, transfer. Well, they, they both have legitimate reasons to transfer. Um, and there was a quote. Yeah, so a, a source familiar with the waiver process said the NCAA staff has not been asked to give special consideration to the timing of a transfer decision and whether it occurred before or after the vote. So they're being told, look at this blindly, as if it never happened before the vote. That's completely wrong. I don't know who the fucking council is for for these universities for unc and florida state but the first thing i'd have done is gone to the to the, to the nearest federal courthouse and fucking filed an injunction on both of them you know what it i mean did, been like, it no, did say that north carolina's already signed to them 
North Carolina has filed an appeal with the NCAA. They haven't filed an injunction yet. They have filed an appeal, and I think they're waiting for that to play out before they figure out. But, I mean, we're also talking about it's August now. so Yeah, they're only a couple weeks away from games. I mean, at this point, I would say go to the courthouse now. What? I mean, UNC and South Carolina are going to play September 3rd. That's only a few weeks away. You need to make sure that these kids can get on an actual non-practice field. I mean, and, and you look at the NCAA's timeline with listening to appeals, they can take the whole fucking semester. Mm-hmm. Take the whole year. You know? And so you go to a courthouse and you found emergency injunctions saying this is going to hurt this guy's chances to experience college football at, 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 a, at, a, at, a, at a huge level to perhaps make a living in the future. They'll file an injunction immediately. The NCAA has to respond to that and say why they're applying this new rule to the people who had transferred prior. And I can, with almost 99% certainty, tell you that the court is going to say, you can't do that. You know, this is this is admin law 101. You can't fucking make a rule after something has happened and make a rule saying that can't happen. And we're applying it to you now. That's the grandfather no, clause, right? You, you grandfather you now? That boat. Yes, you, you missed that fucking boat. You, you missed that fucking boat. You can apply it to anyone after, but anyone before? You fucked up. You missed it. It is what it is. They get to live by the prior rules. And and the NCAA fucked this up. And by them not telling anyone to take into consideration the timing of the transfer, they're saying be blind to this. You cannot be blind to it. I mean, the timing is important here. It is the most important thing in these two cases. It is the most important thing. When did they actually enroll? January 9th. Okay. Was it prior to January 11th? Yes. The timing is there. They were gone already. They had transferred. You can't apply this rule to them. Absolutely. And I want to go back to something you said earlier there, the big Zoe. Um, You know, if you're going to outlaw glasses after 8 p.m., I'm coming after you with crazy fists. I won't be able <laughs> to see where, where you are, but coming after reason you. to throw them so crazily. There's a better chance of you landing at that point. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You can't see yeah, after I, I, 8 p.m. because that's the devil's time. Well, if, devil, I don't know, I, I don't, if I don't know where my fists are going, you definitely don't know where my fists are going. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I definitely don't I don't want to be on I don't want to be on the other side of those fists wine. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. Good. Don't make dumb rules. Don't get fists in the face. Yeah. Like the NCAA really should here. Don't get fists in it. Don't get fixed anywhere, right? Oh, we hope. Or maybe you want to. Hey, you know what? It's 2023, man. Just live your life. I I want all of you to be happy. Whatever you want to do, bro. Apparently, you can live your life once. Just don't let it happen twice is what the NCAA is saying. Unless you're a graduate transfer. In which case, you can make it happen as many times as you want. Mm -hmm. Oh, guys, I just got this fucking brilliant idea. Okay. All right. So I said, you know, speaking of fisting, there's fleshlights, you should make a fist light. That would sell out like that, bro. I guarantee you, you make a killing selling that shit. And then you could even like get legit people and be like, hey, this is the fist the size of the rocks. And be like, I want to buy the rocks fist for this. This is the fist the size of Jason Momoa's. This is the fist size of, uh, you know, Lizzo. Whoever the fuck's going to fist you. And well, that one's excited. just a banana. A fist light. <laughs> <laughs> trademark 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 <laughs> intellectual property right there fist light is a part of That's uh, right. npr's family and and not national public radio Nas- national plastered yeah. radio yeah the fist light <laughs> well, well oh wow this this topic wow, really transitions that. well into our next one uh so <laughs> Go for it. Once again, go to the NCAA. Uh, Jim Harbaugh at the University of Michigan, the football coach, is uh, under investigation right now and basically agreed to a four-game suspension to start the season for recruiting violations during COVID-19. Uh, the NCAA, I don't know that it's in an unprecedented an unprecedented manner, but I've never seen them do it before. Never in my life have I ever seen the NCAA shoot down a deal that was already made. Uh, has rejected the deal that they made with Harbaugh when it came time to finalize. 
Also in very unprecedented manner, uh, the NCAA released a statement about an ongoing investigation, however, told Michigan and all the representatives, including the coaches involved, that they are not allowed to make a statement. The NCAA, with that, made one of the stupidest fucking statements I've ever heard in my entire life, which is also very important to mention here. Uh, at one point in time, somebody had mentioned that it had something to do with a hamburger of why Harbaugh was getting suspended, which had nothing to do with a hamburger or a cheeseburger. Uh, and so Derek Crawford, the NCAA vice president of hearing operations, because that's apparently a thing, said the Michigan infractions case is related to impermissible on and off field campus recruiting during the COVID-19 dead period and impermissible coaching activities, not a cheeseburger. Thanks for that statement there, Derek. That's why you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year to talk. Tell the world that cheeseburgers have nothing to do with it. It's a hot dog. Um, I, I would guess. I would guess <laughs> port, closer to a quarter, quarter million dollars a year. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you know this and that. Whatever the case, more money than he should to talk about cheeseburgers. Uh, Tom Mars is hot dog attorney. <laughs> Tom Mars is the name of Harbaugh's attorney who came out and said, pursuant to the NCAA's internal uh, operating procedures and under threat of penalties. Threat of penalties, Michigan, the involved coaches, and their lawyers are prohibited from uttering a word about this ongoing case. Yet the NCAA can issue a public statement putting its spin on the case. So two ways I want to go with this. One, how badly is this fucking over Harbaugh right now that he was going to miss the first four games of the year, which are Bowling Green, Rutgers, and two other bullshit teams, East Carolina, and uh, one other team that nobody gives a shit about because they're going to get rolled by 50. Now the NCAA can just randomly decide halfway through the year, oh, yeah, you guys have Penn State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Illinois coming up. Now your four-game suspension is going to happen because now we've decided we want to do this. And it's the legal side of things. The NCAA, how can you say you are not allowed to utter a word under penalty of sanctions, but then we're going to go ahead and put our own sanction out there. We're going to go ahead and put our own statement out and talk about how we feel this case is going and why. Those are the two directions to go with this. Well, so you know, let, let me. The team you were playing, missing was wanna, UNLV. UNLV. UNLV, yes. Uh, so irrelevant that I couldn't fucking remember them. Exactly. The running rebels. So, you know, it, what I found interesting was that it's it was the NCAA Committee on Infractions, okay, who said no to this deal between Harbaugh and the NCAA. Harbaugh, it, this wasn't a deal between Harbaugh and a third party. No. Harbaugh and the NCAA made this agreement. And then who arguably oversees their infractions committee because it's part of their organization. Wow, right? You know, and so if I'm the NCAA and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, rather than sitting there and say, well, this is not a it's not, it's not a cheeseburger, fuck you, bro. You know, I mean, Thanks, they come up with this with it with this deal, and they are clearly they want to move on from it. it is, if Harbaugh's not cooperating and you can't get anything else, it's probably the best you're gonna get. You know, it's so, but they want to move on from it. But the Committee of Infractions wants to get what you know, their their pound of flesh out of this. What are they get their pound of fist out of this? What are they going to get out of this? What are they What are they going to get out of this? They're going to get a fist pounding. Yeah, exactly. You know, they they want a flashlight. They're going to get a fist light now. So, um, you know, instead of feeling good, it's going to hurt. You know, and so I I, I don't know what. <laughs> It's, it's gonna feel uh, great for us when we get residuals from this. I don't know how true that is, though. The NCAA has been fucking themselves in their own ass for so long here; they might not even feel it. <laughs> They'll enjoy the shit out of it. <laughs> as long as we get our cut. Make a lot of money off him. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The NCAA is gonna call their fist light Ryan Day. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, they're, they're probably Johnny Manziel, bro, for fucking them over I'm surprised that they yeah, haven't gone I, back I and suspended him yet. Yeah, right. Well, you know, or, or gone back and taken his Heisman away. I mean, yeah. to Reggie Bush. Right. <laughs> what are What are we waiting for? This guy is on camera saying, "Yes, I did all this shit," and what? You know what I mean? It's like, what are they waiting for at this point? You know, I don't know. Um, yeah. But you, no, I, yeah, no, regardless, uh, I don't know how the NCAA's committee infractions can say, no, boss, I'm not going to accept your, your resolution with Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> what if the boss shows up to, to a, a hearing and says, you know what, we're going to drop the whole thing. Committee infractions would be like, what do you mean? We, have to vote? we had, we had a resolution. We don't want to do this anymore. We're yep. done. You know, I mean, it's really stupid of them to do this, you know, 
I, I don't understand where they're going with this. Um, I, I, Phelps, you may be right. They may be just trying to fuck him over halfway through the season instead of at the beginning of the season. Because there is at one point where they mentioned that, you know, sometimes, oh, sometimes we 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 want to, what did they say? It's not uncommon for us to seek clarification on key facts prior to accepting. So what are you going to do? Wait till the, the last third of the season until the, you, till the shit really hits the fan and you're going to play Ohio State? Oh, now, you know what? We where Everything's clarified. You're suspended now. Four days. Also, not accepting is very different in the distinction than rejecting. They did not not accept the deal. They rejected it. If you don't accept the deal, it's fine. We need more time to see more you yeah. know, info, whatever, before we say yes. That is very, very different than saying, no, we reject this deal altogether, which is what happened. Yeah. No, and, and yeah. so you're 100% right, man. Again, I mean, I, I think... You know, there's there's really a couple things with this, honestly. One is, I think you're 100% right that, like, what more are you looking for at this point? So we've talked about this a lot on Plaster. We've talked about this on this a few times. Like, every single coach in Division One football cheats, plain and simple. Yes. Kirby Smart broke rules to win national championships. Nick Saban broke rules to win national championships. Every single coach cheats. It's just when do you get caught? At some point, either you get caught or you don't. And when you do... You get a slap on the wrist, you move on, whatever, because the NCAA is college football. They don't exist without Division One college football. But I think the other side of it for me is, you guys remember way back in the day when SMU got the death penalty, right? And like SMU may not be on the level of Michigan because they're not a power five and they weren't back then, but they were pretty competitive. SMU was... SMU was very good for college football because they were in Dallas, Texas or Fort Worth, which is Dallas, right? Dallas, Texas loves football. You give SMU the death penalty and you take that away from Dallas. Michigan's the winningest program of all time. Michigan had a lot of bad years and now they're successful again. Yes, Harbaugh broke some rules to get there. Arguably, every coach before him in that position broke rules too. They just weren't successful enough for them to care. Michigan being good, whether you're a Michigan fan or not, is great for college football. Ohio State beating Michigan 11 years in a row is not good for college football Mm -hmm. because you lose viewership in the game. It loses significance to it. The fact that Michigan's won two years in a row, now all of a sudden there's significance to this game again. It's for a college football playoff spot. So to your point, it's self-cannibalization at this point. Whatever we're going to at this point in time, at whatever point in time Harbaugh gets a suspension, I actually saw today Paul Feinbaum was saying maybe Harbaugh doesn't get a suspension at all this year now. I find that hard Mm -hmm. to believe when he already accepted a four-game suspension that now he would get a zero-game suspension. But whatever the case might be, you're talking about a program who they just announced the preseason rankings the other day. Now the number two team in the nation preseason, ahead of Alabama, ahead of Clemson, ahead of fucking Ohio State only behind the two-time reigning national champs who's been in the college football playoff two years in a row and had every opportunity to go to the title game last year. You're hurting college football as the NCAA, whose number one goal should be make money off of college football. You are hurting college football by allowing this to loom over a program who needs to be successful to help your own bottom line. As we mentioned before, too, you know – the NCAA really doesn't profit as much as they could off of college football now that we're in the Power Five championship playoff. And yep. now with that expanded, they're going to make even less money. So I I don't know. This seems shorthanded, sly, sleazy, this whole situation. And I'm not a Harbaugh fan. I'm, I mean, that dude just – for the longest time, he recruited five stars – to make to prove us all uh, right that they were one stars for the longest time, so he figured something out, and that's unfortunate from a fandom perspective. But for real, like you're going to take away a program, possibly at the worst time, when really the only teams that have been competing too are the SEC. So putting on a conspiracy theory hat. Who is on that um, that committee that looks at discipline? Is it a bunch of Ohio State and SEC dudes? Because I, I don't know. It seems like a real easy way to fuck somebody over, delay a suspension, A. B, you're dead wrong about the first four games, Jay. They're only going to win one uh, against uh, <laughs> Rutgers or Rutgers, if you will. <laughs> 
All right. <laughs> so State Rudy University Rudy. of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Like Rudy, Rudy Rudiger. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're going to come here. UNLV's got some serious transfers coming in for a third transfer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A lot of grad transfers going to ECU. All, all kinds. They just this, want to be pirates. I hear there's this, there's this dude named Mardner Ginshu coming in from Washington State this year. <laughs> Mardner Ginshu, the fourth. <laughs> the ECU's <laughs> saving grace. <laughs> He, he ain't gonna shit till the first game of the season because he ain't number two, baby. Damn right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't number two, but in all seriousness, like, are we surprised that the NCAA is acting like the biggest baby in the room as they have yearly, twice a year, once a month? You, you put in whatever time frame you want. They've been assholes since then. What? How, why are we surprised that even internally they can't keep their shit straight? Yeah. When yeah, you I, know, I think I, I think whoever rejected the the deal probably didn't get the memo that there was a deal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, they, no. This is all speculation. We're rejecting this, and next thing is like, this a joke, Tom? Tom, are you playing a joke on me again? We don't do cheeseburgers. <laughs> I told you already, I'm allergic to cheese. <laughs> I'm not lactose intolerant. I'm just allergic to cheese. <laughs> that I one can, specific thing in the dairy family. I can I can pound milk, but cheese. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll cheese. <laughs> no, but you, honestly, those stuff, you, you make a huge point, too, that I didn't even think about here of, the SEC's dominance is great in a lot of ways, but is also terrible for the game in so many. And mm-hmm. Ohio State, having been a powerhouse for the last 20 years, is yet to beat an SEC team when it matters. They almost beat Georgia this year. Almost. Michigan being back and being with they've been the past couple of years. Yeah, they got blown out by Georgia two years ago. They lost to TCU, who's not even an SEC team, right? They're a Big 12 team. But them being back at least gives you parity. Clemson for a while there was beating SEC teams on occasion, but that's because the rest of the ACC was such a joke of a conference that they didn't play a game until the 14th game of the year. Now that the ACC is at least a little bit relevant, Wake Forest and NC State are okay from time to time. Florida State's back on the rise. Notre Dame's playing a pseudo junior varsity schedule in the ACC. Um, It's better than San Jose State. Hey, it's, it's something. My point being, though, is you're right. Like Clemson not being Clemson, nobody is competing with the SEC outside of the SEC, which is why Georgia and Alabama are playing each other three times a year right now. And I think you're right. The worst thing you could possibly do, love or hate Michigan, love or hate Harbaugh, the worst thing you could do right now is sanction a team like a Michigan, an Ohio State, a Notre Dame, a USC, um, even a Clemson, because you need that in college football right now. In Oklahoma and Texas, you need those traditional blue bloods in college football to try to compete with the SEC. And yes, Oklahoma and Texas have just moved to the SEC. But even still, even that parity within the SEC would be better. I'm really hoping Washington State comes out of nowhere and just fucks everybody up this year. Just (laughs) like, we're in the Pac-12 still, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Only got to beat three other teams. Let's go. (laughs) You see, you see all the other Pac-12 teams try to try to go back. Yeah. <laughs> Conference realignment, <laughs> Oregon and Washington are going back to the Pac-12. All we have to do is be Washington State and Stanford. Why did we ever leave? Washington State wins the national championship. Everybody wants a piece of it. Uh, they'll be national runners up, as we talked about in last year's uh, show for our NCAA preview. Texas Tech's winning it all this year. I stand by that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Not the route that we're going with right now. Jesus. Yeah, don't, pulling, don't, pulling that one out. Don't sleep on New Mexico State, bro. I, I will. I think New Mexico State will, too. Go <laughs> sleep on, on themselves for you. Don't, you don't have to sleep on them. Is their new lo- or slash only locker room on campus finished with construction yet? I have no clue. I, know soon I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's wonderful Sad. that's wonderful bring, that brings brings a tear to my eye yeah we can tell now that your bandwidth's not all crazy i know <laughs> fucking internet stupid shit stupid Ugh. shit stupid shit indeed yeah. 
talking about stupid shit that's going to bring us into our last topic for the evening the george santos moments of absolute truth while your bandwidth's still with us the big zo what is your george santos moment of absolute truth for this week all right so they declined to trade arguably the best player in baseball because they wanted to make a playoff run three and ten since the trade deadline la angels you are as much a playoff contender as George Santos is a congressman. You're now two games under 500, whereas prior to that, you were 56 and 60. You were, you were five games over. So for that, Angels, you are my George Santos moment of absolute truth for sucking it up after saying, we're not going to trade them. We're, we're, we don't have to build for the future. The future is now. No, you fucked and, up. He's going to leave you for free next year. And Shohei's missing his next start with shoulder fatigue, something only Major League Baseball players miss games for. Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers went out there and was like, sorry, guys, shoulder fatigue, can't play this week against the Pats? No, it's yep. because he's on shrooms. Duh. Wait, he's yeah. imagining a shoulder fatigue. That's my point. It's not real. Yeah, don't cheeseburger when you need <laughs> a hot dog. Really, what, what that is, is Shohei saying, what the fuck did you guys not trade me for? Yeah, right. He's like, why am I gonna waste my talent for another year here? Fuck this. <laughs> why? Yes, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blow my arm out for you here. Oh, and sorry, guys. My my shoulder's so sore. I, you know, I don't know what happened. I, I tried tried too hard to carry you guys on my shoulders this whole season. Slash, since he's yeah. come over here. Yeah, fair. It's been well, him and Mike Trout. Going to San Diego or the, or the Dodgers next year, so. It's looking more and more like the Dodgers. Donnie's going to the Yankees. I still believe it. They're going to make a late push. And fuck the Yankees. I agree. I just think that's where he's going to wind up. Yeah, you're you're right, but still fuck them. It's nice to see them at the bottom of their division this year. It's pretty nice. Lows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no shit. Who First saw that time one in coming? Thirty years that they've that they've been at the bottom of their division this late in the season. That's almost the George Santos moment of absolute truth in and of itself. Well, well, both the O's and the Yankees, uh, but kind of love it. All right, Dragon Wrangler, what's your George Santos moment of absolute truth? Um, I'm going to go kind of a similar route, but a different sport. Uh, the Detroit Lions are as much a franchise as George Santos is a senator or whatever he fucking does. I don't know, politics or politics. Um, I saw a thing the other day, and keep in mind, Barry Sanders played his entire career with the Detroit Lions. I would argue he was the greatest running back in the history of the game, and what I'm about to say kind of proves my point here. Absolutely. And they went to the playoffs one time with Barry Sanders in his career, one time, uh, and did not win that game. They lost. Uh, During Barry Sanders' first two years at Oklahoma State, he was a backup to Thurman Thomas, who was an All-American and a future Hall of Fame running back himself. Opposing coaches told their defenders to not hurt Thomas because they were so scared of having to face Sanders. Wow. And yet yet the Detroit Lions, as an organization, won zero playoff games with Barry Sanders on their roster. Damn. Damn. God, God, they suck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, think of all the great careers they've ruined. Sanders, Megatron. That's two. That's about it. <laughs> yep. Well, they almost ruined Matt Stafford until they let him go. Until they traded him. Yeah. yeah. Almost. Almost did. Yeah. Really just those two. <laughs> not a single defender in the history of their organization because they'll trade Hudson no, no, away in two years. Let's not let's not forget Brett Perriman. Carlos Rogers or Charlie Rogers, Charles Rogers, Charles Rogers, uh, the other Roy Williams because there was two. That's right, the other Roy Williams, that the, the receiver, the one. Well, they were both receivers. Just one played for the Cowboys and was okay, and then the other one played for the Lions and was not okay. <laughs> and, and it's all because he was with the fucking Lions. I fully, well, right. dude, name one quarterback before Stafford to throw the ball fifteen yards down the field. Fucking Charlie Batch was never the answer. Early batch. Wow, bro. That was the quarterback when Sanders was there for his last three years. Scott Mitchell, bro. Let's not forget Scott Mitchell. The, oh, the, how the could great you? Scott Mitchell. I think you're forgetting was, someone very hefty, important. Lefty. Dan the man Orlovsky. He was the hefty left before Jared Lorenzen was. Rest in peace, Jared Lorenzen. <laughs> Scott God. fucking Mitchell. Dan the man Orlovsky. 
We we need to Wait. let's stay on Dan the Man Orlovsky for a minute here. <laughs> he transcends boundaries the in the most literal way. <laughs> get, who he else? was so scared of Darren Allen that he'd rather just run out of bounds than 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 get sacked. Who else could fail up into an ESPN analyst job despite the fact that he doesn't know how football works and then cover his own fart with a cough and not get fired? Dan the Man Orlovsky. Great, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm that thinking that uh, Dan the Man Orlovsky uh, roared on that play. He uh, <laughs> reversed or get your damn ass rocked. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, who had the best go out of the end zone safety ever? Uh, Y'all don't remember? Dan the Man Orlovsky. No, fucking Obviously. Jimmy Garoppolo last year. Against mm. against the Broncos, right, he's, he's running out of the as he's going out of the end zone. He steps out of bounds, throws the ball. It gets picked off and returned for a score. He's lucky he got a safety on. Or or you can just roar and run outside all rules. <laughs> I didn't know at first if we were keeping the acronym of the week, but we're fucking <laughs> keeping the acronym of the week. It's working. It's working. <laughs> It really frames the show fan. in the worst light. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, I, I really like it. Speaking of roaring, mine goes uh, down to Florida because we haven't had a good Florida <laughs> man in a while. Um, true. Actually, it's a Florida woman, if you will. Uh, anybody oh. hear of uh, Nicole Mox? Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no. No? Oh, damn. Well, you're about to learn today. So, Nicole Mox, I uh, didn't write down her age because this story's fucking stupid, but I love it, uh, is accused of murdering her 79-year-old roommate uh, after oh, I did hear about that. say she was found carrying a knife and a hammer and had uh, this guy, uh, Sarah Soli, apologize if I get his name wrong, uh, his blood on her clothes as well as her legs and shit. So police are like, hey, why are you walking down the street with uh, a knife and a hammer and covered in blood? Maybe we should talk to you. So they do like you would. And so she gives a bunch of fake alibis and shit. And then they're like, hey, you know, we can test this blood and see if it's uh, this guy's DNA's in it. And then she's like, no, you can't, I assume. It grabs a diet Mountain Dew, that's very important, and dumps it all over her to try and get rid of the DNA evidence. Try to wash off the blood. No, 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 no. Get rid of the DNA evidence. We don't need to be clean. You can't tell who it is. There ain't no murder. It's my own blood. Shockingly... Apparently, sucralose is supposed to do that. Yeah, it didn't this time because they were able to get it off of everything still. So, for being um, that well, uh, that well scienced, if you will, of hamburgering when you needed a hot dog, uh, Nicole Mox, my George Santos moment of absolute truth for your chemistry career. Can I give a uh, runner up that I just stumbled upon by accident? You can. All right. First drive this season for NFL rookies. C.J. Stroud, interception. Anthony Richardson, interception. Will Levis, dropped interception, sack. Bryce Young, punt. Stetson fucking Bennett, touchdown. The greatest future Chris Winkie, if he didn't suck at football, in the history of the league. Stetson Bennett, 37 years old, taking over for Stafford this year. Stetson. <laughs> Tetson fucking Bennett. Bennett. Holy shit. And and beat Max Dugan again on the same field for the second time in like eight months. Dugan's with the Chargers. Bennett's with the Rams. They played each other at SoFi to open up the preseason because why travel when you, neither one of you gets fans? And uh, yeah, Bennett <laughs> outdueled Dugan for a second time. Collectively, it was watched by dozens. <laughs> Between and TV David. and in person. Yeah. <laughs> It was on TV. That's where it was. It wasn't on TV. It had to have been streamed. (laughs) Apple TV? I don't know. (laughs) Even the Russian sites are like, no, it's not worth. Not worth. We don't put on. This isn't messy. (laughs) (laughs) These damn youths are signing (laughs) 13-year-olds. 
Uh, what another fun week. Another fun week. So it's, right. it has been fun, gentlemen. It has been fun, fans. We hope you party on all the way until next week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Gents, let's go ahead and sing us off and get out of here. Sports, Sports off. Broad Street. Street. Excellent. 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 Hot dogs. <laughs>